This episode of the Dad Tired Podcast is brought to you by Marriage After God. Marriage After God is a weekly podcast hosted by my good friends, Aaron and Jennifer Smith, who are the authors of the books Husband After God and Wife After God. Their podcast is so good. Uh, it's intended to inspire, to encourage, and to challenge Christian marriages to chase after God together and to cultivate extraordinary marriages. They cover topics like intimacy and boundaries and parenting, so much more. Be sure to go over there, subscribe to their show, and show them some love. How's it going, guys? Jared back here with you on the Dad Tired Podcast. Normally, uh, I record these podcasts in my room by myself, and I'm staring at a, a blank computer screen, which is always a little bit difficult and awkward. Uh, but today, special treat, uh, I'm still sitting in my bedroom, and <laughs> none other than my wife. That sounded really an appropriate introduction. <laughs> Uh, hi, babe. How are hi. You? How hi. are you? I'm good. How are you? I didn't ever imagine that I would introduce mm. us together in our bedroom. Well, here we are. Here we are. Uh, today, this week, is the week of Halloween and uh, when they're listening to this. I guess it'll be a week. Uh, next see. Next week will be Halloween. And so I thought it'd be a good time to talk about Halloween. And also, I look back and you haven't been on the podcast in like two years. Oh, really? Yeah. Well. So um, I think people probably are wondering if we're still married. We are. I'm for real. <laughs> and the other thing is um, we have kids. So uh, we're trying to record this podcast in the middle of the afternoon. Our kids are outside playing with their neighbor friends. And uh, we have a walkie-talkie. <laughs> I can hear them <laughs> running around the house. Uh, they have a walkie-talkie, and so you'll probably hear their walkie-talkie going off in the middle. That's how we keep tabs on them when yeah. you can't see them. Yeah, as they're running around the neighborhood, we check in. We don't want to run around and chase after them, so we... Uh, walkie-talkie. How's that microphone? <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wish this were recorded. A lot of podcasting, you you probably don't know this, babe, because you're not as into podcasting as I am, but a lot of podcasters right now are into recording themselves as they, I mean, like filming themselves as they record. Oh yeah, I'm a this would, sight to behold this, right now. This would be awkward. Um, anyway, I thought it'd be cool to have you on to come hang out because Dead Tire guys never get to hear you and there are a lot of wives who join in on the podcast um and also because you're just smarter than me you usually have good oh, thoughts that's not true and uh you talk good and i don't talk <laughs> so good <laughs> that made you sound way less intelligent than you actually are. um anyway so thanks for hanging out today babe yeah um so a couple days ago i posted on the dad tired facebook community which if you're not a part of you need to come hang out. Actually, before we get into the Halloween stuff, which I'm really anxious to get in there, I do want to talk about, since you're on, the cruise that's coming up in also, March. Also, I was just joking about the you talk good. I know that's not proper. <laughs> they don't know me. Right. They don't know okay. you. They don't know your jokes. I know that's not proper. Layla's really smart. She's a nurse. <laughs> she you. works in oncology. Oncology. She's won every award at the hospital. No, she's enough. She's you. very smart. Thank and, you. Uh, she talks much better than me. I'm writing a book, but I always say you would write a better book than me. You just 
Do you think you would ever write a book or could write a book? No. It would take, I would probably take 12 years to get the title down. I think too much and I wouldn't get any work done at all on it. That's probably true. Yep. Not true that, I mean, it's only true that you take a long time to like come up with, to like put things in concrete form. Yeah. As I'm writing this book, the entire time Layla's telling me, have you checked your facts? Have you checked your facts? <laughs> <laughs> you have to research everything first and he doesn't and I would and I would just never get anything done. Today I wrote, uh, I'm finishing up the books due in like a couple of days and I'm finishing up the last chapter. And today I wrote a story from Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> which is one of my favorite books, uh, favorite movies. And um, anyway, I just wanted to share like a scene from the movie as an example and you made me go like check my facts from the scene. Yeah. What if you got it wrong and somebody is a dumb and dumber expert? If they're a dumb and dumber expert, we need to be best friends. Not critics of each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. The so cruise. The cruise. Um, in 2020 that we're going on a cruise and I'm trying to get these guys to come hang out with me. Do we need to change the microphone? What's uncomfortable? No. You want me to change that? I, no, I just... I like my space and it's in my space. Because you talk quietly and I need you. I'm looking at the levels of the computer and you're like one-tenth as loud as I am right now. Okay. <laughs> Is this okay? <laughs> yeah, it was a little louder. Okay. Um, the cruise, 2020, we're having guys and gals. It's a marriage cruise. Um, come on a cruise. My goal, you know how much I love cruises. My goal is that guys will come on and we'll just like, like I said, I'm always talking to this computer screen, but I want to like get to know guys. I, I want to spend a week together with you and your wife and let's hang out and uh, let's talk about Jesus in the mornings and then spend the day like sitting by the pool and sharing stories and laughing and swimming and checking out cool places and eating lunches together and all that stuff. So um, you're coming, babe. I'm coming. On the cruise, yeah. which is that alone is worth it. Um, but anyway, anything you'd want to say to get guys to come there? You should just come. Why would you not come? It's going to be good. Yeah. I think a lot of guys feel like they can't afford it. I said on the group today that they can sell. They probably have $1,200 worth of stuff in their garage. Yeah. I probably would make that argument too because I always think about that. But I think it's an, how far away is it? It's like 2020. Mar yeah. March of 2020. Yeah, 2020. If you just put a little bit aside each month and or sell one thing a month between now and 2020, I think we could do it. Yeah, we're all, you and I are trying to get out of debt. We're like serious oh my about gosh, it. Yeah. We're not about trying to, we don't make a ton of money. We're not trying to spend a ton of money. Yeah, and we don't encourage you guys to go into debt over it, but there are ways, I think, to to get there. Make it happen. Yeah, it'd be fun. So come, if you're a wife listening to this, sign up. If your husband, sign up. Don't even tell your spouse. Just sign up. Well, I would argue that's not a good idea. <laughs> it's a surprise. It's a gift. Mm. I took Layla on a cruise one time and she did not have as much fun as I thought she was having. I had a fine time. <laughs> I tell that story all the time. It was a fine time. I still to this day look back at that as one of the best vacations we've ever done. And I can't believe I had heard Layla say to friends later, like, yeah, it was fun. It was all right. And I could tell the hesitancy in her voice. And I for months thought that was like the best trip we'd ever taken together. I just it can't. Was. I can't believe you didn't think it was amazing. Why do you think I think it's not amazing? Because when you talk to our friends about it, you're like, 
it was nice. That's always my level of excitement. <laughs> no matter how excited I am. It was a fine time. I would do it again. I'm doing it again. 2020. 2020. Here we come. Um, I want to do a whole nother podcast just talking about our personality differences because they're so different. That'd have to be a series. That w- That could be a fun <laughs> series. We're so different. Energy level, ambitions, introvert, extrovert. All the things. All the things. Enneagram type. Enneagram type. We could do a whole thing on Enneagrams. That would be fun because I think couples would relate to that. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Okay. I won't go too much into that. Um, All right. Let's talk about Halloween. This podcast might be a little bit longer because I just, I want to slow down and uh, not rush through material. But uh, not that we have like material other than just talking about Halloween. What we do, what we've grown up doing. Um, I grew up. Oh, so in in the dad tire group, I put it, somebody put in the, I saw a post like, hey, it was really short, like quick post. Hey guys, as Christian dads, what do you think about Halloween? And there was hundreds of comments on it. I went back and checked a couple of days later and it was pretty, it was what I expected, like guys being cordial, but also the full spectrum of opinions when it comes to Halloween and being a Christian, everything from uh, my kid, I, heard, I saw one guy say, my kid dresses up every day anyway like this is just an excuse to get candy <laughs> like send them Cute. out and get candy for it um uh, all the way to people like really passionately saying you know i don't want to participate in anything evil or that could be from satan um and you know just not wanting to partake in that so everything in, in between it was the full spectrum um so i just thought man this is probably a good conversation to like have and if you are on one side of those that scale or you find yourself somewhere in the middle, like maybe just asking yourself why, like how did I end up with these opinions uh, about Layla's con- contract? Con- con- having a contract. Having a contract. Yep. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't need to know that. <laughs> yeah, but that's, uh, we're weeks out. Um, so just asking, like, why? Why did you? How did you get to the spot where you believe what you believe about Halloween? I think it's good for all of us to do that um, when it comes to theology. When it comes to what we're trying to raise our kids to believe, asking why. And more importantly, what did the scripture say? What would Jesus say? All that kind of stuff. Um, you did not grow up Christian in a Christian like family. Yeah, not really. Um, grandma, grandpa loved the Lord. Mm-hmm. Were faithful servants of Christ. Took you to church as much as they could. Hi here, Daddy. Oh, here. <laughs> this is our kids coming through on the walkie talkie asking how to spell walkie talkie it's w a l k i e that's how you spell walkie and then talkie is t a l k i e walkie talkie tell them next time to just sound it out and we'll correct it later Next time, sound it out. We'll correct it later, dude. Did you hear me? What, mommy? Daddy? Next time, just sound it out and we'll help you correct it later. Hey, me and mommy are trying to record a podcast, okay? So you and Sissy play nicely. Uh, Just get in touch with us if it's an emergency, okay? Is that bad parenting? Are we bad parents? Uh, No, it's fine. But it's mommy and I. But yes, <clears throat> my uh, <laughs> my mom and dad were not 
when they were married and they got divorced when I was like three or four, but when even when they were married and we were all in the same home, we didn't go to church or pray or talk about God or Jesus or anything like that. I had no concept of religion or anything like that other than, like I said, as I grew older, um, seeing my grandma and grandpa, they went to a sweet old Methodist church down the road and uh, and they would pick me up on the way sometimes and I would go in the little children's room basically. But that was my that was kind of my introduction to God and Christianity and Jesus. Yeah. So did you do you have memories of as a kid thinking through Halloween as like good or evil? Like what were Halloween traditions for you? Um, no, not at all. It was just a fun day, I guess. I have a, we did celebrate in that we, you know, dressed up and painted our faces and went trick or treating, but it didn't feel inherently good or bad. It was just a fun fun time. Just another yeah. day. Holiday, yeah. yeah. Did you dress up? Oh yeah. What did she dress up as? Do you remember? Uh, I remember being a pumpkin. There are pictures of me being a pumpkin. I was uh, a devil. Oh my I had, gosh! <laughs> I had oh my gosh! Red horns and a red face. Wow. I think <laughs> I was a ghost. I think I was a mummy. <laughs> I've probably been a princess. Oh, uh, a Care Bear. I remember being a Care Bear. There's so many things about Layla that uh, had I known ahead of marriage, <laughs> we may not be in this spot. That's all I'm going to say. Um, so you're actually some pretty dark ones. So that was my growing up. I grew up single mom, as you know. Mm-hmm. My mom raised me and um, we celebrated Halloween, but... I would say I grew up in like a conservative Christian home and my mom would let us dress up. We'd go trick-or-treating, the whole deal, but there's no way she would let me be a devil or even like a mummy mm-hmm. or anything like dark or death, a skeleton. Um, so I remember her making like little comments about like, that's evil, that's bad. We're not going to do that. That's that's of Satan, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. these kinds of things. But she didn't completely like shun Halloween. I remember she would decorate for fall mm-hmm. so she put up pumpkins and all, that, and all that stuff yeah we had witches in the window oh and cobwebs gosh. and vampires i was a vampire once too wow. with blood on my face dang mm-hmm. look at me now just <laughs> ruined <laughs> well okay so whenever any of these questions come up like somebody says what do we what should we do as christians should christians celebrate halloween um, obviously for us as parents, like it's one thing for you and I to have opinions about it, but it's a whole nother thing when we have kids. I remember like the, I think our first Halloween, we had a short conversation about, is this something we're going to do? Um, do, yeah. do we want to dress our kids up and go trick or treating? Right. Well, all of that Santa Claus, Easter bunny, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tooth fairy. Right. Yeah. yeah so asking like, <clears throat> you know, beyond our opinions and our own traditions of growing up now that we have kids, it's a whole nother level. And what do we want to teach them? And so one one thing that I'm like always trying to come back to is scripture and Jesus. I try to like make it as simple as possible. Um, I don't want to like make up a Jesus in my head. I think we're all super um, prone, prone prone to that. Mm-hmm. So like Jesus will like everything I like. He'll have all the traditions I have and he'll have opinions that I have. 
And so I really want to be careful to like, what does the Bible actually say? Who is Jesus actually? Because he really is um, threatening to everybody's opinion all the time. He's always making everybody uncomfortable, the religious and the non-religious. Um, so I'm trying to like come back to that. One thing that I always come back to is when Jesus says, when the, when the Pharisees try to pin him down and say like, okay, you're talking all this stuff, um, but what is the most important thing, right? Because all they had back then was the law and lobbying the Old Testament, the prophets, the Torah. And uh, I probably said that wrong, but I gave it an attempt. Um, and they, they, they try to pin him and say, like, what is the most important? And Jesus said, it can all basically be summed up into love the Lord with all your Lord, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind. Um, and equally, like next to it is love the Lord your neighbor as yourself. Not uh, the Lord your neighbor. I'm sorry. I looked down at my paper right <laughs> as I said that. Love your neighbor as, as yourself. Yeah. That problem, Love the Lord and love your neighbor. Love the Lord yeah. and love your neighbor. So this was like what Jesus said is the most important. Um, so when thinking through Halloween or any of those things, asking ourselves, can or will celebrating Halloween help or hurt me in loving God with all my heart, like with every ounce of my being and teaching my kids to love God with every ounce of their being, will me celebrate celebrating Halloween help that or hurt that? Um, and can celebrating Halloween help or hurt me loving my neighbor as much as I love myself? Um, so that's kind of where I was like approaching the question. Any thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I think that's... I, th- I think that's kind of where we've landed in general. Uh, with Halloween, it's not, well, like you said, we have to be careful that we're not turning turning Jesus into somebody that just kind of looks like us and has the same thoughts. So I, I, I guess I'm just saying what I, what I kind of feel is right. But um, again, I'm not a Halloween, I'm not a Halloween expert and that kind of bothers me, but <laughs> But I think, um, yeah, we're not like, I think there's a line you can cross with Halloween because there are some pretty dark things surrounding um, October 31st. And uh, I know there are some creepy things that happen on that day in the world that people do. And um, but I think in general for us in our Western culture and living in the burbs of Portland, Oregon, it's it really has become just a time where you you know, celebrate, um, just being kids and dressing up and spending time with your neighbors, which we've ended up doing a lot this year. Yeah. I, I I think that, um, when I was thinking through the questions, well, let's just say right off the bat, I don't know if we've said it outright. We dress up, uh, especially the kids, we dress up the kids and we go trick or treating. Like that's what we do as a tradition. Mm -hmm. Uh, we've done that every year since Elijah was born. Um, so that's, that's become our family tradition. But as I was reading through the comments on the Facebook page, um, I, I didn't hear the guys that were, I didn't see those comments from the guys that were like, you know, I, I, I don't want to participate in anything that Halloween has to offer because it's of Satan or it's evil. I didn't look at that and think like, Oh, these guys are so like stuck up or they like, they're, they don't understand scripture or they misunderstand Jesus. Like I commend people who are trying to lean on the side of righteousness. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's a, that's a faithful way to try to approach scripture and to try to like live in obedience. Those guys aren't like, 
their their intentions and their heart are awesome mm-hmm. like that that's super commendable to to want to live righteously and to stay away from evil and i do think that i think that you can celebrate halloween and participate in evil if you wanted to i think that there's area for that like if you if you really wanted to um get into all the I, like I said, I don't know all the history of Halloween. I know that bothers you that we're even talking about Halloween. <laughs> you know, I told him we should do a lot of research into Halloween and the history and the background and what exactly it is. But the dead tired guys don't care. They know that that they well, it's not that they don't care. It's that they they know that I'm not that kind of guy. OK. All yeah. right. There are probably guys that care and who know yeah. and have done their research or want to do. Right. But they know that dad tired Jared Lopes is not the guy that's going to do that research for him. Okay. I'm not that kind of guy. Um. <laughs> So I think that some guys will, I mean, I think that you could go dark, but I don't think you have to. Like, I don't think celebrating Halloween has to take you away from loving Jesus with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. Would you agree with that? Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, case in point, I don't feel like we're less righteous or our salvation is in, you know, trouble because we go out on Halloween or... um, you know, that God's disappointed or sad that we're walking around the block with our neighbors. Um, But I also know that in our hearts, we're not at all like celebrating evil or, I mean, we are a family that celebrates what Christ did and his triumph over evil and um, in the spirit within us. And so I think, um, you know, when it says that darkness has nothing to do with the light, I think we're not really walking in darkness when we're literally walking outside in the dark <laughs> around right. the block with our kids yeah. on Halloween. Yeah. I think that there's probably up to everybody as far as like how they approach it. Like I'm even thinking, um, I just hate getting into like the nuts and bolts. I just feel like people want to, uh, as humans, we love checklists and rules. And so I think we could get into people, people could get into like saying, well, where do you take that? Can your kids be, would we let Elijah and Eden dress up as witches and vampires mm-hmm. and, and Satan? Would we get Elijah Satan costume mm-hmm. at Target to go? Uh, I would prefer not. Right. Yeah. So, and I don't, and I hate getting into the, like that right. checklist. Then where's the line? Yeah. yeah. Is a mummy okay? Right. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, I think that the, I think that the Holy Spirit in, in us can allow for that, like, like trust mm-hmm. the spirit in you. If, if you've trusted Christ and you love Jesus, like his spirit lives in you and he'll convict where he needs to convict. And like, um, for us, the kids are a power ranger and a princess, mm-hmm. you know, or in the years past, they've been pumpkins and stuff, but we're not promoting evil. We're not trying to have to get involved with evil things. And I think that's what actually was like the main thought that I had here is Jesus had a reputation of stepping into evil, but at the same time, not co- commending it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he could like, he was, con- he was uh, accused of being a, a drunk and a glutton because he ate and drank with sinners so much, which I just think is like an amazing reputation for our God of the universe to have that he was eating and drinking with sinners 
so often that they accused him of being a glutton and a drunk. Mm -hmm. Um, And yet he wasn't a glutton and a drunk and he wasn't participating in sin and he wasn't evil and he wasn't even commending their evil. Mm -hmm. Um, Yet he could be in the midst of it. And that's because I think with what you just said, like he could, he knew (laughs) he would die on a cross and, and yet still be raised from the dead. Like there was no such thing as darkness or evil triumphing over him. Right. He could be in the midst of that. And then he puts that same spirit in us. So I think that, I mean, I just imagine Jesus trick-or-treating or or at least walking around the neighborhood with his, with the, with the people, Mm -hmm. um, because he knew like, why would I be afraid of darkness? (laughs) Like there's, there's no reason for me to be afraid of darkness. It's not, I don't, yeah, it's not, it's the idea of being maybe somehow contaminated by the darkness because you dress up on Halloween that yeah that just I guess when I when it boils down to it do I feel like our faith or our righteousness or our standing with God is somehow contaminated um, if we participate in Halloween and I guess my answer would be no I just really don't I wouldn't you know look down on anybody that felt like you know for their family maybe it's not okay or um, but yeah I think for for us and our family I think that's something it reminds me of because I, when I became a Christian, when I was like 20, I don't know, in my early 20s, um, I was so, I remember before feeling um, like in the beginning, like I'm just, I'm a wretch and I just really felt the weight of my sin and my farness from God. And uh, and then when I when I was uh, became a Christian and knew Jesus, I was crying all the time because I couldn't believe that um that he loved me you know in spite of me and no like just he knows me and he loves me and uh I just was in awe I guess of of being saved and what it means to be a Christian and I can't believe I am one and this is so cool and then I remember somebody saying something like um I think they had seen a tattoo or something I had and they're like I thought you were a Christian and you have this tattoo and I was so like, I couldn't believe that that would somehow taint me, you know, like mm-hmm. I had been tainted by, I was like, all right, I was on cloud nine because I'm saved and I was such a wretch and look at now I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm saved. Not that I'm not a sinner, but I just, I've been saved by God's grace and his love for me. And oh my gosh, this person saw a tattoo and now I'm like not. Right as righteous or did I, am I, am I tainted? And so it kind of feels like almost in that same, Mm. like when I compare God's grace and our salvation and being, you know, a faithful Christian family with our participation on October 31st, it just kind of feels like peanuts, you know? Yeah. I don't know if that made sense, but. Yeah. And I think too, I think, I think that Jesus would step into that darkness to highlight his light. Yeah. Um, I think Jesus, I mean, it's just so easy to make a case that he would go into the really dark places of culture and the darkest of people, the the most wretched of sinners to highlight how amazing his grace is. Actually, we're, Layla and I are reading through the Bible together and uh, I was in, what are we in? Matthew, Mark, Luke? Mm-hmm. We're in Luke. Um, I accidentally posted on Instagram today a quote and I, I, I quoted it Mark because <laughs> I forgot what book we were in. Uh, but it's in Luke and Luke, remember that we just read that today where Luke said, uh, there was this, the woman comes and she like anoint, she's crying at Jesus's feet and wiping his feet with tears and the disciples get mad. And he's like, you didn't, how much, 
you know, if, if one person had been forgiven this much and another person had been forgiven twice as much, who's more grateful? And it's mm-hmm. the per- person that's been given forgiven twice as much. And the point being, the more darkness there is, the more evil, that much more my grace abounds and that much more my grace is amazing. And, uh, and so Jesus always stepped into those really dark places. And so I think that he would step into um, dark things like Halloween, not for the sake of participating in dark things, but for the sake of bringing life and hope and restoration and being salt and light into the midst of that. Yeah. And not to say to like get as close to darkness and evil things and, and hope that you don't slip up and participate in it. But I mean, in the case of Halloween, um, especially with us trying to be intentional with our neighbors um, and saying to them as they're going around with their kids around the block, you know, can Elijah and Eden come? And we say, no, we're not going to participate in that evil holiday with you. Or, you know, that just feels like that really kind of puts a wedge um, kind of becomes us and them, right? you know, instead of like, this is great. Let's go for a walk around the block and collect candy. And, um, and a lot of good comes from, from that, you know, intentionality. Yeah. As I, opposed to, yeah, I think just putting a wedge between the us and them yep. feel of those kinds of things. Yep. Like Halloween. I used just to tell my friends in high school, they'd always ask, they were always asking like my non-Christian friends, like asking for a list. Well, what things can I do? can I still go to a party? Am I allowed to drink? Yeah. Am I allowed to smoke weed or whatever? And I would always just tell them, like even in high school, um, Jesus was always around the darkest parts of culture and the darkest people, um, but he didn't participate in it. And if you feel like you are going to be in temptation to participate in an evil, you probably shouldn't go just because yeah. Jesus would. Jesus could talk to a prostitute and not sleep with a prostitute. Right. Uh, not every dude could do that. You know, so like that, not every dude should be going out and starting prostitution ministry. <laughs> no, I imagine <laughs> right? not. Right. Uh, I think about those guys that started the triple X church that go to literal porn conventions and to like oh, share the wow. gospel. Um, and they're doing amazing things for Christ and got shining light in some of the darkest areas of our culture, but not every dude should like go to porn mm-hmm. conventions. Right. So, um, so go to places that are dark and evil. If you feel like, man, that's not, I'm not going to struggle with that. I can go to a party and I'm not going to get plastered. Um, I can be salt and light there. I can, I can be good news in the midst of some really dark stuff. Um, I can participate. I can walk around the block with my kids on Halloween uh, and not find myself like worshiping with Satan in the backyard yeah, with yeah. a Ouija board in the back. Um, so yeah, I, I think that, so here are my goals. We'll kind of wrap up here. Here, here are my goals for this Halloween. Number one, I want to be a super engaged dad. Um, not every day do our kids get to see us like dress up and be goofy with them and have fun and encourage them to get candy, right? Like how many times do our kids ask us every day for a piece of candy and we say no and it's a battle and they have to like work hard to get a piece of like a gummy bear or something. So it's a cool day. Once a, once a year, we'll put on a mask. Our kids will put on their costumes and we'll just be goofy with our kids. I think that that's cool for dads to do that. If you decide to participate in Halloween, um, I think it's cool to just in, in, enjoy being, having fun with your kids, setting like the barometer of bringing joy to your house, especially as a dad. For us dads, we're often the disciplinarians uh, and our kids might not always see us as like the fun one. Well, that's not true. I mean, let's be honest. Dads are, <laughs> <laughs> we're still the fun ones. Yeah, you're kind of more fun than uh, yeah. I am. That's um, for sure. Uh, but the kids love, especially when dad has fun. Right. So, 
Um, that's one of my goals. And then my second goal is I want to be a good neighbor. Um, and I want to, I want us to get to know our neighbors a little bit more than we know them right now. And like, what opportunity do you have during the year to go on a one to two hour walk with your neighbors? Yeah. Like a slow paced, let's just walk together. Um, that's a super, if you're intentional, that's a huge opportunity as a missionary in your neighborhood to be salt and light, to walk around, to love on them, uh, to, to get to know their story, to hear their story, to share your story. I mean, I just think that's super cool and really, really rare. Um, any thoughts on that? I'm like rambling. A no, little bit. I think that's good. I was thinking too, it's an opportunity, you know, if we did want to kind of dive in a little bit into the history of Halloween and and why you know mommy is that kid dressed like Satan isn't Satan bad or you know just talking about you know the difference between um I don't know I guess what's in our heart and what's mm-hmm. contrasting the yeah. kingdom to yeah the yeah totally yeah um yeah just taking the opportunity to contrast yeah God's light and darkness and um yeah I don't know yeah, that was going to be the the other, like my last goal. It's just to subtly model for the kids, like that we never have to be afraid of death and evil um, because we already know who wins that story. Yeah. And um, we don't have, we don't participate in evil, um, but we can't stand in the middle of it with joy because we serve a God who didn't stay dead. He overcame evil and uh, he beat the scariest thing in the world so that we don't have to be afraid of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so... The scariest thing in the world is being dead forever away from God and our God overcame that. So I think you're right. It's a huge opportunity to contrast that for our kids and Mm -hmm. and contrast the kingdom and the good news. So uh, I think the last thing I would say on this is it's not a salvation issue. I think that there are lots of people who love Jesus who are going to pass on this holiday Mm -hmm. and who are going to say as a family, we're just not going to, yeah, we're not going to celebrate it. And I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's totally okay. And um, if the spirit is leading your family that way, absolutely. Like, I, d- I just don't see any condemnation. And I, d- I don't see God condemning that um, for you to take a day out. I would say be sensitive to your unbelieving neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you don't participate, like, try not to be the Grinch because we're still <laughs> called to be salt and light right. in the midst of that. And you don't want to put a wedge in between an opportunity to bring them the hope and light that is convicting you, right? So if if you've got that hope and light in you that's saying, man, I feel like we shouldn't participate in this, don't be the hindrance to your neighbor. You make them feel like they're the Satan-worshipping heathens next door, then the future opportunities for you to be salt and light, um, you probably just (laughs) decrease your chances of uh, them opening themselves up to you at all. Yep, yep. And then I think they're going to be Christians who go like all out and they're going to dress up and they're going to, uh, maybe they will be Satan or mummy. Yeah. I would probably actually, as I say that, I'm like, probably don't be Satan, you know? Yeah. yeah, It does feel a little weird. Because there are some, there's actually, we have somebody in our neighborhood a couple blocks down that they really are into um, the decorations and it is like. As a, I'm 34 years old, it is hard to walk past their house and look at it. It is like, it's it is creepy. There's like a, well, anyway, there's just some really awful things, and that feels that feels really yucky. But again, I don't know where the line is. But yeah. I mean, there's like a, 
There's like a Satan reaching out from a bush with like hands clasped around a baby's neck. It's, it's way like, too far. It's, it feels a little much. Yeah. So that. I wanted I mean, to like call the cops on that one. You know, they had a baby <laughs> hanging from the tree. That's like, what? Yeah, it was. That's, it's yucky. that's way. You, it you, feels really yucky. It's like a disturbance to the peace. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's that. a slippery slope. But <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, I mean, there. I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know if there's a line or it's where it would a pastor. be. But <laughs> he's probably, yeah, he's probably the pastor. No, that's terrible. Anyway, I don't know. I'm sure there's a way to just kind of find the balance, you know. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't prescribe anything to anybody. Like, here's what you can do, and here's what you can't do. Yeah. You can be a mummy, but don't be a vampire. I don't have a clue where that line is. Hanging yeah. bloody babies from trees probably crosses it, but. I don't know where we would backpedal from there. Yeah, I so. think you can violate scripture, like whatever's good and pure and right. And yeah. again, it's hard to like, well, right. where's the line? But um, I think a good barometer, and this is where we'll end, a good barometer for anything, whether it's Halloween or should we listen to the song on the radio or a major moral decision or should we watch this movie? Always we should be asking ourselves as followers of Jesus, does this help me love God with all my heart, all my strength, all my soul? And then if it doesn't, like, move away from it? Um, and does it help me love my neighbor as myself? Then maybe not. Um, and there will be times where there's gray areas and you seek the Lord and you pray together and you trust the spirit to work in you and you read scripture. Um, but at the end of the day, like for us, I think that we can fall in love with Jesus. I think we will fall more in love with Jesus as we're out on mission with him, participating with our neighbors. That's where I think we're going to fall more in love with Jesus as we watch him continue to chase after their heart and then use us to be a part of that. That makes me go home and like worship, not just like turn Mm -hmm. on Alexa and sing some songs, but like worship deep in my soul. Like, man, God, you are using our little family Mm -hmm. and this neighborhood to redeem this neighborhood back to yourself. And that puts me back in awe of how awesome our God is. Um, And so Halloween can draw me back to Jesus. It can draw me uh, to worship. It can draw me to love the Lord more and to love our neighbors. So anyway, that's where we're at. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback on this. So jump on uh, Instagram, Dad Tired, on Facebook, um, on Twitter, all 12 of you that hang out over there. I'm not, I'm never on Twitter. Do you have a Twitter, babe? Do I need to follow you on Twitter? I don't tweet. Oh, geez. Careful. Tweet. Watch your mouth. Twitter? I don't Twitter. Tweet. I don't tweet. I do not have a Twitter that I'm aware of. <laughs> <laughs> don't follow Layla on Twitter. I don't do diddly. I post pictures of my kids on my social media. You got a lot media. of pictures of our kids. They're cute. Going on. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out today, babe. Yep. You're welcome. Thank you. Layla, I'd like to have Layla on more. If you enjoyed the episode, come tell us on Dad Tired. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Halloween. We'll have you on again. You're going to have a baby pretty soon. Hopefully that doesn't make you go too crazy again. <sighs> what do you mean? <laughs> crazy again. <laughs> hard work growing a human it is hard work but have you ever had your appendix out i'm gonna murder you i'm just kidding everyone cross the line (laughs) sorry (laughs) i'm not gonna murder you but you've got to be kidding me you loved having your appendix out you got waited on you got he when he had his appendix out here we go we're out no we're out of time babe. listen they put him on the pediatric unit and these sweet pediatric nurses babied this guy he had drafts painted on his wall he got pain you did i have pictures he got pain meds all around the clock 
And now he brings it up anytime I complain of like labor pains or pushing a human out of my body. You're comparing it to your appendix being taken out. Have you had your appendix out? No, I haven't. Okay, then there's no way to compare. (laughs) How big is your appendix and how big is a human child? Oh, don't go there. That's gross. (sighs) This is, you know what, you guys, you should all unsubscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Leave a review, subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) The best part of the- Watch this live if you come on the cruise in 2020. (laughs) The best part of the appendix story is uh, you didn't say anything about it and I'm not going to tell them the story. Um, because I'm saving it for a book or for some other podcast or something. Uh, li- that problem? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All I'm going to say is when I got my appendix out, I went under anesthesia. I came out. I could not go pee and I had to get a catheter. Don't say pee on a podcast. You, can you say- couldn't empty his bladder. We'll put the explicit sign next to this podcast. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't empty my bladder and... Um, you're a nurse at the hospital we were at. I mean, yeah. we broke so many rules. Anyway, we broke some rules. Layla. It involves a catheter. <laughs> Let's save the story because I'm going to use it somewhere. All I right. need to like put it in a message or something. I wanted to use it in this book, but I never, I couldn't figure out a way to make it work, yeah. which is weird. You for can't me. just inject stories like that all willy nilly. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. What's in oh, there? <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to Dad Tired Podcast. If this did help you in any way, we would love if you would leave a review. Make sure to subscribe, tell your friends, uh, and maybe go over and give some Layla some love for having the uh, taking the time out and courage to come get on the podcast. She does not like a mic in front of her face. No, but too close. Thank you for hanging out, babe. Love you. Thanks for hanging out, you guys. We'll talk to you soon. See ya.